0: Welcome to the Panine Halacha Podcast. Festivals, Chapter Thirteen, Shavuos, Section Eleven: Reading the Ten Commandments from the Torah and Whether to Stand. Our sages ordained that the Torah reading on Shavuos be about the revelation at Mount Sinai and the giving of the Ten Commandments. The Haf Torah is from the beginning of Yeheskel where the heavenly chariot is described. These decisions can be found in the Gemara and Maseches Megillah. As on all festivals, there are five aliyahs. The original rule was to take out only one Torah scroll from the Ark, and the Maftir, that is the last aliyah who would also read the Haftorah, would simply be one of the five people called up to read from that one Torah. However, the Gaonim record the custom of taking out two Torah scrolls. Five people read from the first scroll, as described in the Mishnah, and then the Maftir, the last aliyah, is read from the second scroll. In this way, we now have six aliyahs, five from the first scroll and the Maftir aliyah from the second scroll. The Maftir section is read from Bamidbar, and it describes the festival offerings. The rationale behind this comes from the Gomorrah, again in Messechus Megillah, which records the following teaching. God said, I establish the texts about the sacrificial order for the time when the temple no longer exists. Whenever the Jews read from these texts, I will consider it as if they offered the sacrifices and thus forgive all their sins. Our sages tell us that the Torah reading on Shavuos describing Matan Torah is especially important to quote from the Pasikta Durev Kahana, God said to the Jews, my children, read this portion every year and I will consider it it as if you are standing before Sinai and receiving the Torah. On account of this, the custom on Shavuos is to read the Ten Commandments with the festive, also known as upper cantillation, Tam Elion, When reading with the usual cantillation, One pauses at the end of each verse. When reading with the festive cantillation, one pauses at the end of each commandment. For example, the commandment to remember the Sabbath day extends over four verses, but it is read as one long verse when read with the festive cantillation. Likewise, there is a single verse that contains four commandments do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, and do not bear false witness. Normally, all four commandments are read as one verse, but in the festive cantillation, they are read as if they are four separate verses. This different division of verses affects the cantillation of so many words that a slightly different tune was established for reading according to this division. All agree that on Shavuos, the Ten Commandments are to be read with the Tam Elyon, the festive cantillation. Although there used to be various customs as to how to read these passages during the year in the normal cycle of Torah readings, nowadays, at all public Torah readings, it is standard to read the Ten Commandments with the festive cantillation. Many stand up during the reading of the Ten Commandments as a remembrance of the awesome and magnificent event that it describes. Listening to a public reading of the Ten Commandments is considered to be greeting the Divine Presence. The custom of standing is first mentioned in the time of the Rishonim, about 800 years ago, but it has become widespread only in the last 200 years or so. All Ashkenazim and some Sardim follow this custom of standing. Some, however, object to it because the sages of the Gemara chose not to require the daily recitation of the Ten Commandments together with the Shema. The sages felt that this way, people would be less likely to be led astray by the heretical claim that it is sufficient to keep the Ten Commandments alone, and we can disregard the rest of the mitzvahs. For the same reason, some object to standing for the Ten Commandments. Nevertheless, most Poschium are not concerned about this. After all, the people did stand at Sinai. They feel that the sages were concerned only that a daily recitation of the Ten Commandments might lead people astray. Additionally, nowadays, it is unusual to find heretics who argue that the Ten Commandments are the only obligatory mitzvahs. To summarize, what's the Torah reading for Shavuot's morning? The main reading is five aliyahs from the book of Shemos about Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah, which includes within it the Ten Commandments. The Torah is from the beginning of Yechezkel, a vision of the divine chariot. This is what was established in the Talmud, but the Gaonim added that we should take out a second Torah scroll, from which we read about the korbanot that are meant to be offered on Shavuos. The reading of the Ten Commandments on Shavuot's morning is especially important. It is a way of recreating the moment of revelation which occurred on Shavuot thousands of years ago. For this reason, many have the custom to stand for the Ten Commandments, as it honors the moment and also recreates the setting in which the Jewish people stood at Sinai. Some rabbis oppose this custom, because it gives special weight to the Ten Commandments, as if the rest of the Torah is less holy or less binding. But by and large, the custom to stand has been accepted. Two notes from me. First, I love the experience of reading this Haftorah on Shavuot's morning. The Haftorah, also known as Mysa Merkava, describes in physical and detailed terms exactly how God's chariot visually appears, as if we can even speak about such a thing. As such, this section is a deeply mystical, esoteric, and mysterious part of Tanakh. So much so that there are halachas on the books about how this section of Tanakh should not be taught in public. I love that we nonetheless read this prophecy on Shavuos. It's like, well, for most of the year, we want to keep this part of Tanakh hidden, but this is the day of revelation. This is the day on which the Jewish people heard God's voice. So accordingly, we can read about a prophecy in which the prophet sees God's chariot. I also love how the Haftorah experience works out for those who stayed up all night. On the one hand, these are some of the hardest conditions in which to listen to Avtora. As a result, many people fall asleep. To me, this is almost an intentional consequence. Okay, fine, we'll read about the Maise Merkava, but we'll only do it at a time when most people, if they don't try really hard, will probably miss it. And for those who do manage to stay awake, this is sort of the, well, trippiest condition under which to read this part of Tanakh, It's early morning, on zero sleep, with a blurry mind, and this vision from the prophet Yechezkel washes over you. It truly is another revelation. Second, in the footnotes, the panini Halacha gives more background about the opposition towards standing during the Ten Commandments. Though a minority opinion, this position is quite strong, The Rambam himself was opposed to standing, and in our generation, Revavadza Yosef was opposed to standing as well. In that footnote, the Pani Halacha also mentions a kind of in-between position. Namely, stand up for the entire Aliyah in which the Ten Commandments are read, and not just the Ten Commandments themselves. In this way, you still give honor to the Ten Commandments, but you don't specify that only those specific verses have a special status. In fact, this is what the Panini Halacha recommends for someone who is opposed to standing, but finds himself in a minion where most people do stand. If you were to sit the entire time, it would be clearly and overtly divisive, everybody standing and you there in your seat sitting. So instead, you should stand up, but stand up early at the beginning of the aliyah, and in this way you make your point that the entire Torah, and not just the verses of the Ten Commandments, are considered to us sacred. The Panine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halacha, an exceptional work of Halacha by Rav Eliezer Malamid Shlita.